0: Welcome to the Church Doctors Podcast with Scott and Marla Sheely. The Church Doctors Podcast is brought to you by Outpouring International. Love God, love people.
1: Hello, everybody. This is Scott. And this is Marla. And here we are again today doing another podcast. And what do you want to talk about today, Marla?
0: Well, I've got a lot of things on my mind.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We did. We did go to a cool movie last night. We
0: did, and uh, let's talk about that. It was called The God Man, and unfortunately, there wasn't very many people in the theater. Um, I wish that the whole world could have seen that movie. It was kind of like a a documentary, kind of yeah, about who is Jesus.
1: That's right. Uh, The God-man, of course, is Jesus, and they talked about him being uh, fully God, Uh but fully man man in the earth and Uh fully God in heaven, but he was on the earth, and they kept going back and forth uh, interviewing a whole bunch of different uh, ministers and people that loved Jesus, explaining how they uh, saw Jesus in the earth and how how we can believe that he was the son of God.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was really good. Um, I think his name was Darren Wilson.
1: Yeah. And he's done like five other, uh, documentaries, I Mm -hmm. think, uh, four or five other ones that, uh, are all about, you know, God's power being demonstrated in the earth and the move of Holy Spirit in different countries. And, uh, but I enjoyed this one. We we went, and uh, it was on a Tuesday night. And there's only one showing in the city we're living in. It's so only one showing worldwide or U.S. wide.
0: There was only just one showing. One, it
1: showed one night. Yeah. So, um, but you can probably find it. Uh, yeah. At probably, some point right. later, they'll post it uh, somewhere for you to see. I'm sure. But seeing it on the big screen was was nice, and we got popcorn and candy too.
0: Right, and something to drink. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: But so they. But it
0: was really good. It was really good because, well, first off, he starts off by saying, um, I asked my daughter to help me. Yeah. And his daughter was, I think he said she was 15 or something, maybe a little bit older. And she was a prodigal. Um, she uh, grew up in the church, she grew up um, in ministry, and. Like a lot of people, they she got hurt, she got uh, uh, just was burned out with church, just done, yeah. and didn't want anything to do with it. And so he asked her if she would come along on this journey of filming who this god yeah, man was. he actually hired her yeah. for
1: a, a videographer position, which kind of put her in a position where I guess she thought in her mind, okay, I'll go work for dad, but... I don't have to have anything to do with this Christianity stuff, right? Because she was a because she knew it all. I mean, she grew up in church. She, she was a uh, said, you know, openly in the movie that at that time she was smoking marijuana and and uh, doing drugs. Yeah, and, and they showed pictures partying. that were doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and so it was a in your face. This is how I was before mm-hmm. we went on the documentary, and then to see her change through the movie. Mm-hmm. So first they went. Uh, to the uh, well, one of the first places they went that I remember is they went to this, into the city streets, into this place where back when George Floyd got shot by right. the police and it caused right. rioting that testimony and that guy people gave. were burning yeah. down buildings and cars, and uh, they went there and found a man, uh, a black man that w- was preaching, who was married to a white woman. So it was like this setup from God, like mm-hmm. here is these two people that are from different races, mm-hmm. and but they're married and love each other, and the guy's a Christian, mm-hmm. and he's standing up there preaching about forgiveness. Yeah, yeah. And she's having to film this and right. listen, listen to it.
0: Right. And I don't know how much we should share, because we want to keep some of this secret. If someone can go watch it, go see this movie. Okay. But the, but the testimony was so good about forgiveness. Yeah. I mean, the guy, he, while he was still in his mother's womb... A guy killed his father. Yeah. Murdered his father. He never knew his father. And then he grew up and then the guy was like, what, ninety? Yeah. Um, the, the the person that had murdered his dad, and God told him to go um go uh, forgive him. Go forgive him.
1: So we went and found him and forgave him, and they ended up being best buddies. And matter of fact, the the old guy asked the preacher to do his funeral uh-huh. when he died. Uh-huh. It was amazing. So that's true forgiveness. S- S- when- <laughs> the story of reconciliation. <laughs> you can become there friends and- with somebody yeah. who killed your own dad.
0: Right, right. And then they went to a place called Hope, Alaska, and um, which is just a spot in the road. Yeah, and the a population
1: the- 150.
0: Yeah, yeah. And they ministered to people and uh, just demonstrated the gospel. Really. Um, right there in the street right there on the porches of the cabins there
1: yeah it was it was interesting that the uh the th- the things he chose to highlight was just people going about there every day going you know they planned this trip obviously but they're just hanging out in this little village, just talking to well, people. Well, they didn't know
0: why they were supposed to go to Hope. Yeah, just being Alaska. led by the Spirit. You know, yeah.
1: he had a dream about a certain place, and so he picked this place, just kind of, okay, okay, let's go here. Let's go. And it just ended up being a an encounter for several people. But uh, it it just reminds me of how if you're intentional with your gift and giving, give God a chance to do something. Uh, sometimes people sit around and wait for God to do something.
0: Right, right.
1: And I, I just uh, the the movie just highlighted. Look, if you'll if you'll set it up, if you'll go, if you'll
0: make yourself a container, <laughs> like we say, <laughs> you know.
1: Several times in different different circumstances, he tried to go to places and couldn't go be- because of this or that. And then he'd set the up the door a meeting would shut, and yeah. The people would be an hour late or whatever, and yet every time there seemed to be a setback or a. A problem that he, when they couldn't go month after month for one time, they couldn't go, but it just ended up being a setup because if they hadn't been delayed, then they wouldn't have got to meet certain people. And, uh, but that to me is just, you know, don't, don't stop being intentional. I mean, well, just like you said, give you, God a chance. The
0: setback might just be a setup. Yeah. So if you think you're going backwards or, Things just aren't going the way you think they should be going. It could just be a setup by God for something great for an for a miracle to happen.
1: Yeah, there's, there's a testimony of his goodness. There's been tons of times we've seen God do that in our lives where we're like, oh dang, you know, this is super uncomfortable. I don't you know, I don't like what's going on. And <clears throat> and then we just get this idea, well, maybe it's not us even that's God's way wait- not waiting on us. Right. We, it's not our faith that's broken or anything. Right. We're believing God maybe what we're waiting for is timing uh, where God can move somebody else into a position or, or maybe I just need to learn something new that I hadn't been aware of. And he, you know, we don't learn things new while we're running, doing the thing right. we, are, we, we already know how to do. Right. right. And so sometimes he, he lets us wait so we can learn the new thing because that new thing is exactly what you need for the next encounter that you're going to have with
0: That's right. With people. That's right, and you did bring up something else too. Being prophetic people, sometimes we jump the gun a little bit because we see the future, and instead of uh, maybe waiting for it to be the right timing, we have to learn timing um, probably more than most people because we are prophetic, because we want to go ahead and get into the future.
1: I mean, I'm always leaning into the heart of God, and uh, one of the things that God... Does through the prophets and prophetic people is he he shows us he shows the church the will of God through that uh, ministry gift. Mm -hmm. But when you see it, you think he's talking about right now. Yeah. Like, well, of course, let's Let's go go. do it, and then you go tell everybody, and it's like they're not hearing that yet. Mm -hmm. It takes time. It takes planting seeds. It takes uh, demonstrating what God's talking about. You maybe you know. And uh, you're right. It's a, it's kind of a catch twenty two if you don't stay connected to the heart of God in the matter. Like right. uh, I'm black and white. I love I love seeing results. I've built houses and repaired houses all my life, pretty much. <laughs> and uh, even while I was pastor in churches, I was still doing some construction even at the church. And so I just love starting a project and then seeing it finished. So my my personality wants to see something get done, but man, when when you see something heavenly, then I get all excited. Like I can see the end result, and I want to start building and getting it done right now. Yeah. And but that's not how God works very often. Yeah.
0: Another reason did construction was because I'm not very good at it at all. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one time I thought I would. I had done it. I'd uh, the handle on my saucepan had come off. And I thought I can fix this. I can do this. I don't need Scott to help me because he always has to help me change a light bulb, do whatever. And I'm going to do it. So I worked on it and I screwed the screw back in. I was so proud of myself only to realize that I had put the handle upside on upside down. So yeah, yeah, I don't fix anything. I just totally leave that up to you. And that'll be the (laughs) thing you'll have to do to the day we die because that's just not my, my forte, but anyway, back to the God man. I, uh, it was really neat to, to watch this because one of the couples that they interviewed was, um, Marcus and Mariana Liotta and they were from Brazil and we actually stayed with them in their apartment and went to the, the city dump where they minister, um, uh, on a yeah. regular basis, and uh, got to go into the homes and well, homes if you want to call them homes, they their shacks, their shacks are made out of trash. Everything's made out of trash. They dig through the trash to to eat, to live, everything. And so it was so neat to see Marcus and Mariana uh, on the screen and being honored because they, have, it's an amazing ministry that they have there in Brazil, in Rio yeah. de Janeiro.
1: Yeah. Uh, they showed a, a a picture of the little church that they have in the middle of their, in the middle of the dump, and we were there. We walked that mm-hmm. street and talk, we, we worshipped. Talked to little, those people. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We had a, a a little time of worship with them, and we got to share uh, a word with them. And uh, to see that on the big screen was yeah. kind of surreal. We, we walked we didn't away. didn't know going, it was going to happen. I know those people. Ah. I was there. Yeah,
0: I'm looking on my phone. There's more picture of him. You know, <laughs> it was really fun. It was.
1: But uh, if you have a chance to see this movie, uh, Godman, uh, it was, it was so compelling and so it stirred my spirit to uh, to remember that you know not everything happens right away. Some some of the people's dreams in that movie that were fulfilled were over a period of like seven years. Yeah. Mm-hmm and uh during the documentary uh the guy saw one of his dreams uh come to pass and and saw what god why god wanted to do that there and it's just really cool so uh yeah so god is god is a forever god he's not he's not in a hurry like oh oh i got to get this done he's not yeah. he's not impatient he 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 loves us more than he loves what we do mm-hmm. for him mm-hmm. and with him and and sometimes the weight is is like you said it's it we're getting better, we're learning the love of God, but also he's setting up the people that we get to meet,
0: yeah, yeah, so. you know one of the things um a line that somebody said in this, and I don't remember who it was or what the what happened before or after it, but he said, Jesus destroyed doubt by sharing his scars. And I thought that was really good um, because they were talking about how um, in the New Testament, uh, doubting Thomas and he didn't, he didn't try to dispel his doubt. He didn't try to um, preach to him or do anything like that. He just showed Thomas his scars. He showed the people his scars and that dispelled doubt. And, um, you know, we try to, uh, I can see this in different ways, but one thing that we are very good at as humans is we don't want people to know our scars. We don't yeah. want people to
1: know what's happened to us or we don't want to look uh, uh, damaged right. or like we've ever made a mistake ever. Right. <laughs> like, uh, like there's anybody that, right. Yeah. But
0: we, we try not to, we try to hide those things. And it was just really neat to hear him say, or her, whoever it was, it said it was it. the worship. Was God, it? Okay. Jake Hamilton. Jake Hamilton. Yeah. He said, Jesus, dispelled their doubt by showing them his scars because the
1: the people he was talking to had lived some horrendous things in their in their life up to that point and uh it's kind of like you know is my life worth anything now does does what happened to me already does that derail me from anything good happening next and the the beautiful part of that is it, god uses everything he doesn't waste anything is one of the Things that I fall back on a lot is even the the hard things that we've had to live and, and go through. He'll use that if we're transparent and and humble enough to say, talk to somebody and say, "This is what I've gone through. I've walked this path, and yeah. I feel like you're hurting too." Is you know, and let Holy Spirit lead you of course and he'll lead you to somebody that needs right. to know the exact thing that you're dealing with. That happened to me today. Oh did what uh, happened? I did. I was at work, uh I'm working on a, a house right now and for a friend of mine and the lady that the is in charge of the, the job, her and I started talking and uh we both had the same uh challenge going on with uh you know, trust in God, mm-hmm. like uh, with finances, mm-hmm. and uh, she she was transparent enough to say that they were, and then I told her I was, and I I found myself bawling right there and in, in on the jobs. I'm a carpenter, you know, big tough carpenter. You yeah. know, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm crying because I shared with her how uh, some friends of ours recently helped. You know, put gas in our car, right? And that's all I said, and and it was, I was just so thankful that that in all the little ways that God says, "Hey, I'm still here. Don't yeah. don't freak out. Yeah, it's like I'm faithful. I'm still going to come through." And so, because we were both willing to be transparent and say, you know, uh, and and she brought up, uh, you know, sometimes God uses our very challenges to mold us into who He wants us to become. Maybe mm-hmm. the Maybe the challenge is just something to help remind you that uh, th- this Christian life is is about trusting God mm-hmm. and if you can't trust him for everything, then then at what level is your faith? are you still is he still your God? Are you still a, a milk and baby bottle Christian? Yeah. or yeah. are you a Christian that can eat meat and you can endure things and you can go through hard times, and never lose your trust in God. It doesn't Paul said whether I have a lot or whether I have nothing um, I I've learned that that the love of God never changes that that he's enough for me.
0: Yeah, but if you don't trust him anymore, then that means you've put something else in
1: his God. Right. That, or that or that you're God.
0: Well, that's true I too. I mean, if he
1: can't come through and you have to stop trusting him and fix it mm-hmm. yourself, you've put yourself in the position of being God. Right. You're you're providing for you and that's the the job title of God. He provides for you. Yeah. Yeah. And so so sometimes we I mean, we put him on a shelf and say, "Well, I'm I'm done waiting." Well, who says it you can That means you're done trusting too. (laughs) I mean, how do you? You don't stop. You can't uh, trust in God and loving God and serving Him. You can't turn that on and off, right? Because He never turns on and off. Right. He is on all All the time, time. (laughs) all day long, all night long, every year after year for forever before, and forever in the future. He's He's the same. Yeah. And so, uh, I.
0: And yet we keep I, going around the mountain. Yeah. And and we and it's like I don't I don't like the 11th
1: hour stuff. <laughs> I do I, know. I dislike that so much. And we haven't lived, you know, we've lived by faith a lot, a lot. in our life mm-hmm. and we are right now too, but you know, we haven't gone around the mountain that many times, but every time it happens it's it, you're like is this it? Is this one of those? <laughs> and you don't really know until you're mm-hmm. into it for a while and you're like, oh, I've seen this this curve before, yeah <laughs> like I am I going how many times am I gonna go around before yeah. I realize, oh, this could be uh one of those tests where yeah. where God is uh, like my friend this morning at breakfast I have a men's breakfast he said, some God, sometimes God pulls on the reins. It's actually a a scripture out of Jeremiah. Mm. Can't remember the verse. But God pulls... If he pulls on the reins to the left, then we need to turn left. If he pulls the reins to the right, we need to go to the right. If he pulls both of them back, we need to stop. And if he if he takes them and slaps us with them, then we need to take off running, right? That's what the reins are for. And, and I think that sometimes... Uh, he he lets us exercise our trust and exercise our faith during a time of need, uh, so that he can provide. Like like so that so so sometimes the challenges and the frustrations can be just God uh, testing us, just giving us a chance to to show him, to let him show himself strong on our behalf.
0: And I think a trap in this whole thing, though, is is that we want to hurry up and get through this season instead of learning something, too. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm always thinking, oh, if I could just get through this season, I can be in the next season, and then you get to the next season, and it's like, if I could just get through this season, and I get to the next season, or this next thing, or this next... Event or this next landmark or the next milestone or whatever, and we never sp- spend time waiting and trusting I, and I resting. Th- I think
1: the lie in that is that we're going to one time arrive. Well, that's and then, true. And then all the things that make us uncomfortable go away. But yeah, that, there's yeah. N- there's nowhere we find that while we're living in this earth.
0: While the reins are being pulled, while yeah, we're resting, I mean, while until, we're uh, just trusting. Until, the,
1: until we become the perfect bride of Christ, and, or until we're the day we die and we're instantly with him, we're living in the world that's not put back in order yet. Right. It still has the devil uh, trying to deceive, and people that don't know God, even the people that say they do know God are being nasty, and... You know, we have all of these things, Uh, and uh, so I think that's part of the lie that the devil uses to, like a carrot, like, Mm. be frustrated right now, because uh, this is not right. You know, God should give you something that's perfect, and one day you're going to arrive, but this isn't it. And so we get depressed, we get afraid, we we stop trusting, because it's like, I don't like this. You know, when are you going to change this God? And he's just giggling in heaven, going, "Man, they don't like it when I pull on the reins." Yeah. You know, and and so, uh,
0: but it, which is kind of like the uh, the slingshot analogy that you've shared before. I don't know about on the podcast, but um, I know yeah. you've shared it when you yeah. preached or when we first counseled people
1: in the first maybe five ten years that we were married. You know, so that would have been like twenty years ago. Uh, I I was. With the Lord, and he, he said that I was like a, a pebble, a stone, in the pocket of a slingshot. A slingshot is a, a Y-shaped stick with two rubber bands, heavy rubber bands on both sides attached to a leather pocket in the back, and when you stretch the rubber bands back and let go, that, that rock is going to fly out really fast, and people used to hunt birds with those things and small animals, and uh, so... Uh, He said, I was the stone in the slingshot. And when he put me inside of that leather pouch, everything went dark. And I'm like, I can't hear God. I can't see. Where is God? Where's God? So this is the testing part where things are going rough and I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. And then he grabs that pouch with his fingers and squeezes it so that he can pull it back. Then the pressure comes. And God's squeezing me and I'm feeling more pressure. now it's dark and I'm being squeezed and there's pressure. And then he starts pulling the and stretching the rubber bands backwards. and so now I feel I'm in the dark. I can't see him, I can't hear him. There's pressure in my life and now I feel like I'm going backwards <laughs> and, and and it was it's just perfect description of what we feel like during testing times when, when things aren't all peachy and perfect. But then there came the point when he had pulled back as far as it was going to go, and he let go of the pouch. And when he let go of the pouch, the pouch opened up, and light poured in instantly. And at the same time, I was going forward at a very accelerated, rapid pace. And so uh, I was launched. And then he said, and I'll make sure you hit your target because he's the one that aims the, the slingshot. And so it was so encouraging to me to, to know, and I just love telling it again because I need to hear this just as much as anybody else today. But it's, it's encouraging to know that it's normal to, to be in places where you can't hear him. It's, it's normal to go through seasons when you don't know how everything's going to work out. Um, for instance finances or relationships or you know where you're supposed to live, what job you're supposed to have, who you're supposed to marry, all the things all the decisions and challenges that come with every one of those decisions and and sometimes uh God lets us navigate those things for a while it It seems like we're alone, but of course we're not and that's that's the point that that we're trying to get across is that even though you can't hear, you can't see, there's pressure, you feel like you're going backwards, There's, hold on. Trust God, because there's going to come a day when light's going to stream into your life, and you're going to be launched forward too. And so I've seen that happen over and over in my life. And, so, uh, and, and it happens more than once. This isn't a one-time thing. It just seems like He loves us so much that He won't leave us uh, in at one level. Like, the Bible promises that we're going to go from glory to glory. So, But in order to get to the next glory, it's not like, uh, you know, you just get on the escalator and you just keep going up to more glory. I think that in between each glory, there's probably a a pulling on the reins.
0: You know, sometimes we talk about how um, as you're— Walking through stuff, you'll say, I'm just having one layer at a time, like an onion pulled off of me. And well, it's a, kind of the same way going the other direction. Uh, one layer at a time being added from glory to glory, one more layer of gloriness being added. That's um, good
1: because he's building us. He is. Yeah, he is. I never looked at it the other direction.
0: Well, I a reverse onion and reverse onion. Yeah, that's I'm mm-hmm. a, a
1: reverse onion. <laughs> I didn't know that's awesome. <laughs> We could write a book, Reverse Onion, and <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that would attract yeah, lots really of people. Yeah, that'd really sell. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh-huh. Be one page, and that'd be it.
1: <laughs> so we uh. want to encourage you today, uh, there is a God-man. Jesus was fully God and fully man, and he lived on the earth, and he demonstrated true what true love looked like by, by healing people, by restoring their, their hearts and their minds, by giving people just hope that god's here and he's he's partnering with us and then jesus handed off the baton and he said now you go do what i did and that's exactly what the movie showed mm-hmm. people doing the things that jesus did mm-hmm. being like him
0: being like him
1: and uh i just it was so encouraging it was uh it was very well done mm-hmm. and uh so we'll let you go watch it, and yeah. we won't ruin search the, it out. We won't tell you all the good all spots. the stories, but yeah. The go testimonies. See, uh, find out how to find it, find God, the God Man by Darren Wilson. By Darren Wilson on YouTube or his website. I'm sure there's going to be a place where where you can get it. Uh, uh, but it didn't say on the movie what. But it did
0: have a th- uh, had a QR code so you could show it in your church, didn't it?
1: Yeah. So f- apparently, it's available.
0: So if you can have it in your, if you can, if you have a church, um, go to Darren Wilson's website for The God yeah, Man find and out see what if it you can it. show it in your church. Yeah, um, uh, It'd be very
1: good. It's yeah. about two hours long. It's a, it's a documentary, but at the same time, it's it would be really good training to show people what it's like to be out ministering, to see to the, the, the power of God mm-hmm. manifest, to mm-hmm. see love in action, mm-hmm. and to be motivated to... To become like these laid down lovers of God yeah that's what they are yeah these people were oozing I mean I'm talking when you saw their faces and you heard their voices it was Jesus yeah coming through them yeah in their eyes in in their laughter in in their tears and uh it was it was so good so uh we just want to thank you for being with us and for another podcast today and uh we'll see you again next week.
0: And who knows what we'll talk about.
1: All right. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
0: Thanks for joining us on the Church Doctors Podcast. For more information or to contact us,
1: please visit our website at outpouringintl.com.